that was lush, that. Just done me 8pm clap, and I think everyone in the street was out, including me grandpa, bless him, in his slippers. Everyone was clapping, or like pots and pans, which seems to be the new thing. And I'm sure, like, way up the street, there was some fireworks as well. That was lush. You know what else has been really nice? It's the, when you go through social media, because everyone's bored, and you see everybody else taking part, and I follow loads of people. And you know who I follow? Can you remember that war Vera lass? I think her name's Deborah. She studies drama at the University of Sunderland. She's the one that goes around and sings Vera Lynn songs in care homes around the northeast. Well, instead of doing the clap, she actually stood outside of a care home and sang the all-time Vera Lynn songs. So I thought that was absolutely phenomenal. But in your dreams, whatever they doing it i feel like it's such a crap time right now but i feel like the spirit is just so strong and deborah taylor smith you absolute legend that is a brilliant idea and a brilliant way of doing it respect girl respect yes i can see you all mouthing the words it's great to see you all smiling and singing along with this music it's all she was a lovely lady when we met her in the last speak up sun and live we did so here's Steve and I chatting to Deborah Taylor Smith at the fire station in town, you know, before all this happened. We'll meet again. <laughs> Sorry, Deb, I'll just let you do that. Don't know where, don't know where. I'm Betty Ball. I'm Stevie B. He's a Mackin. And she's from South Shields. And this is... Speak Up Sunderland Live! Yeah. And we have some fantastic guests, especially the human to my right, who is a fellow Disney lover. Deborah Taylor-Smith. Hello. <gasps> oh, that voice is magical. Let's go like to the beginning, about how you got into music. The beginning, the beginning, this might take a really, really long time, but I will start. So when I was born... Oh, wow, right from the beginning. <laughs> from when I remember that I could talk, I wanted to sing, and I used to listen to me mum singing, and me nana singing, and other people singing right up to the teenage years when I used to listen to Whitney Houston on my Walkman. It's the only Walkman that I had got for Christmas. Um, and I just used to love listening to voices and I used to li- do them myself. Very, very hidden behind closed doors where no one knew that I could do it. If there was like auditions for anything at school, I was frightened to go for things and I had absolutely no confidence. I used to shake. My stepfather knew that I could sing. He set a band up for us and he had a guy with a guitar, a young lad with a guitar. And when he turned up to the house for us to do his first song, which was going to be Johnny Be Good, I hid behind the sofa so that he didn't have to see us singing. As I grew up, I'd started performing arts college when I was 16, and then I had a baby instead. Aww. So I never finished it. I never done anything. I worked in a restaurant. The only time I ever sang was on a karaoke or in the shower or at home. But I always wanted to do it. I always wanted to sing, and I used to listen to music. and. When I listen to certain songs, it goes right through us. Like, mm. it gives us every emotion possible. So if I'm feeling sad and I listen to songs, it just makes us happier and things like that. When you were going through them stages, though, did you ever believe you had a good voice? I knew I could hold a note, but I didn't think I was anything special. The reason I'm asking is you said you used to hide behind a couch or whatever. Yeah. Is that because you thought, I'm not that good or I'm just too shy? Too shy and didn't believe in myself and didn't think I was that great. 
So can you pinpoint the moment where your confidence gave you that boost to go from behind the couch to in front of an audience? Yeah, so I got rid of my husband. (laughs) (laughs) On on Halloween 2011. um, Just just write that down, I'll tell your wife later on. (laughs) Halloween 2011, I kicked the husband out. The husband was the husband that told us I couldn't sing, I looked ugly, I wasn't good enough, didn't let us do anything, I wasn't allowed to wear makeup, all of that carry on. I went so through like all Lady of that. Gaga. Lady Gaga like, had absolutely. it. Absolutely. Did she? Well, she I'm going to speak to you about Lady Gaga very, very mm-hmm. soon, actually. Um, and then I went to church and I started singing in a choir. And then the church used to get us to sing for them. And I did lots of fundraising for the church and helped them out. And then my confidence started building. And then I've seen a post on Facebook by a great guy, you'll know, from Sunderland, called Andy Oliver. He's in theatres, he's done all sorts of stuff. He said, oh, they've got auditions for the Witches of Eastwick in Merton Theatre Company. So I went down and I thought, oh, I wonder what it's about. But they ended up doing a concert, but I'd gone involved with it anyway. And then the following year, they were doing Sister Act. Well, one of my favourite films is mm. Sister Act. Dolores Van Cartier. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I was like, right, I'm going for that. I'm going to go for that part. Got the confidence together. Rehearsed, rehearsed, rehearsed. And I went in, smashed my audition, got the part. And then that was it. I was on stage. It gave us so much confidence when, when people come to you and go, oh, you were fantastic. And I'm like, are they, talking, are they talking to me? They're talking to me. This is like quite mad by then I was doing this show that show me war Vera started I was going to go on the X Factor and I auditioned for the X Factor and I was thinking of what song I could sing so I'd upload a video on Facebook to see what my friends and family thought and I did we'll meet again in White Cliffs of Dover and they were like oh your voice really suits that music and then all of a sudden I was booked to sing in Jarrow Town Centre so I got myself the outfit, picked myself a name. I had went through quite a lot of names. I mean, aloe vera was going to be one of them. And I just thought I didn't want people thinking I was a facial cream. <laughs> so um, anyway, war vera, obviously, because of the Jordianers, because I'm from heaven, and they all will say war last, war kid, and things like that there. And that's where it came from. And I'm honestly, I'm not kidding when I say I am so busy. It's just, it's just crazy. Like, if I could go back to when I was younger, I would never have thought that I would actually make it now. Even just from last year to this year, it's just absolutely ridiculous how far I'm going and how much bigger it's getting. And Well, can I ask you a question then? Yes. Can you sing a little bit of Vera Lynn for us? Yes, I can. Yay! How about the, the, the white... No, what are you going to do? What about the... A Nightingale sang in Barclay Square. This is oh. one of my favourite songs. I actually sang this for an audition for The Voice because I thought that um, the style of it is beautiful and because our remembrance day is getting really, really bigger, like you were saying, yeah. it's getting much bigger now that I thought actually that would be a good style to sing and it is different in... I think the old style singing is just beautiful, it really is. Well, take it away, love. It's a pure art. When dawn came stealing up all gold and blue To interrupt our rendezvous I still remember when you smiled and said Was it a dream or was it true? The streets of town were paved with stars. It was such a romantic affair. And like an echo far away, a nightingale sang in Barclay Square. 
that night in Barclays Square. Tortamosh, Tortamosh, that was amazing. <laughs> I've had about three different moments there. <laughs> I could tell. Uh. Wow. And you hid behind the sofa for how long? Oh, quite a long time. Girl, no, you should not. Never again. No, not thank, allowed. Thank Banned you very much. Life. You were standing for life. No more sofas. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to have bad legs, aren't I? I'm joking. <laughs> uh, I don't know where to, I genuinely don't know where to start. Take this is a massive compliment, but I just didn't expect that. I didn't expect that to come out. You never, you can't. <laughs> You're making this sound so Do you know what? My mum my mom says to me, I look like a lady till I open my mouth. That's just talking, but when I sing, I don't sound like what I look like. I don't think. Are you a pantomime person? I'm you very pantomime. Bang, good at that. Tell well, me you're in pantomime. I'm doing my performing arts degree at Sunderland Uni. Uh-huh. And I am currently playing the Mad Hatter, which I was the Mad Hatter today. And I drove home from university because I didn't have time to get changed and go and get me a little girl, Maisie, from school. So <laughs> I drove home dressed as the Mad Hatter. From Sunderland, right? Not joking. There was these two guys at the side of his in the work van, like, oh, you know, with the um, <laughs> with a like uh, high vis vest on and that tab in one mouth, the build ass cap on and that, like, I'll read love. And they were pointing over at us in the car, laughing, shouting, waving. And I get to the zebra crossing, and this guy's taking his daughter across the road, but he doesn't take her across the road. He stops in front of my car, and he's looking, going, look. Look, it's, it's the Mad Hatter, you know. I mean, I, I lip read. I didn't actually hear what he said because the windows were closed. But honest to God, I think I stopped quite a few people today driving home. And then when the teacher seen us, that was it. It was just like, oh, my God. So, yeah, I am, I am playing the Mad Hatter at the university. I'm playing the part of Poivre in Beauty and the Beast at the same town hall. It's a um, lovely venue as well, that. Yeah, I've played Panto there three years in a row now. Last year I was Red Riding Hood, but I was Georgie Red Riding Hood that wanted to be a lumberjack. And my wolf companion, who I used to boss about, wanted to be Goldilocks, which was quite good. The year before I was Cinderella. This year I did apply to be Belle. I went in the audition room. I was so, so confident. Like, straight away I walked in and I was like... Hello, how are you? I'm going to be Belle, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then I sang a princess song in a very princess way. Oh, can you do a little bit of it? I just need to know. Um, Give me a princess song. And at last I see the light And it's like the fog has lifted <laughs> Are they mad? <laughs> <laughs> So they didn't give us the part. Anyway, I, get, I, I didn't know that I hadn't got the part. And I checked out the cast list as I always did. And I looked and I was looking at Belle thinking, that's not my name. Looked at the beast. That's not my name. That's a good thing, I suppose. Moving further down. And I got Poivre, which is actually a pepper pot. But also, because of <laughs> Disney's rights, it is the candle in Beauty and the Beast. Which, to me, I was like, when I realised what part I was actually playing, I thought, oh, this is a mint pot. I can do this pot, no problem, standing on my head. So that is what I'm doing. I am a pepper pot. I am from France. And I get to sing the beginning of Mon Cher Mademoiselle. It is with the deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight for Speak Up Sun to land. <laughs> Shall we just leave and just let her do I, it? I'm in this like bizarre parallel universe somewhere. It's just yeah, surreal. most people are that spend time with me. And if you spend <laughs> enough time with me, you'll not know which personality I am. 
<laughs> on a day-to-day basis. I like her. Can we keep her? Before we go off on a Disney tangent, can I just, just go off to, to one thing that you mentioned before? You go and visit the, the elderly quite a lot. Yes, I do, yeah. Which is something that I've done in a different way, and it's really close to my heart anyway. I don't think we take care of the elderly at all in this country, but I'm not going to go off on a tangent with that. So do you sing like Verling songs when you do that? Or I do. I go to many, many, many care homes in the north of England. It is so overwhelming. Like, I have to hold back tears when I'm looking mm. at... You see these people, a lot of the places I go and booked for are people with dementia. Mm. They didn't even know that they've just had been fed, like they'll have just been fed and they can't remember that they've just had food. And I remember walking through a corridor and it just says, am I getting a cup of tea? Is it dinner time? And they'd just been fed before I was doing a show, so I knew. And they don't remember what happened five minutes ago. But as soon as I started singing them songs, as soon as I start singing these songs, they literally light up, mm. they wave flags, and these are people who sit still and they've got a lot of disabilities, they don't, they don't get up, they don't do a lot, and they're up dancing, they're up it's absolutely be- beaming smiles, and they're absolutely, honestly, it's overwhelming. Get your bugles out. I'm doing this show for completely free. I'm not charging any of the care homes for the entertainment because... I just think it's a nice thing to do. It's a nice thing to share with them at this time. He was a famous jumper man from my Chicago way. He had a boogie style that no one else could play. He was a top man at his craft. But then his number came up and he was gone with a draft. He's in the army now, blowing rapidly. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy and company B. The rain and blow a bugle. I met a guy and he was called Harold and I did Vera Lynn for his 100th birthday party. Wow. I'm sorry, his 99th birthday party. Still impressive. His 99th birthday party, and he smiled, and he had tears in his eyes the whole time. We got a photograph taken together, and I had my uniform on, because I wear all the uh, like the uniforms and everything. When I spoke to his niece, his niece rang us to book us for his 100th birthday. She said, you know, he's got a photograph of you and him on his wall in his bedroom in the nursing home. And I was just, like, absolutely, like, taken back. But she booked us for his 100th birthday, and a week before his birthday, she rang us to say that he'd passed away. Yeah. Oh, what a shame. So these people, but it's just so like... Do you know, it's really poignant as well because obviously Vera Lynn's tag is that she's the... the Force of sweetheart. Force sweetheart, isn't she? So their memories are going to be really poignant and I think if they're going to be emotional about it, it's got to be attached to like something to do with one of the wars or both yeah, of the wars or definitely. something. So that must be really tough. I think a lot of the people that I see and I sing in front of have been in the war. Their husbands have been in the war. They've been through the time when it was really, really hard and these things happened. And I mean, a lot of these people that I see that are sat in these care homes and looking forward to the once a week entertainment, they fought for us for today. They were in the trenches with their guns and watching their friends die next to them. And if I can create memories with these people and Mm. and meet all these people, I I will do as many as I can. Like, it makes people happy. And if it's even if it's just for that moment and they forget the hour later, like, my job, job's done for that time, you know. And I go back and I remember people and some of them remember me and things. That's a good one, isn't it? Can we do a massive shout out to everybody here, to all of the 
residents and all of the staff. These are doing an absolutely amazing job. We really, really are. And I'm only here today to try and make we feel happier. Something positive. Are you having fun? You are fabulous. Um, and it's for all of the staff and for everybody here. From me to you, all I can do is sing. So I hope it makes you smile. We've got, I can see the rainbows around. So I'm gonna do some of, somewhere over the rainbow. I hope that's all right. I'd love you all to sing along because I'm sure that you all know the words. Here we go. started doing more Vera a few years ago and it was just every single show I've ever done has just made smiles wherever I've went. The watch and as soon as that music starts, the face changes, the start singing along, they know all of the words, even, you know, people with dementia, they remember them words, word for word. Like I sometimes think to myself, I hope they're not going to find out that I don't know all the words sometimes <laughs> and I may forget a word and they'll, they'll sing the right words, you know, and they keep us right. But honestly, it's just something that I do because I love to do it and the way it makes other people feel makes me feel great too. I then got a message from Kelly who asked us if I would sing at Stanley Park Care Home. Stanley Park Care Home has been on the news because they've lost 13 lives to COVID-19 recently, which is absolutely devastating, it really is. And they needed some uplifting kind of positivity. So I went along there and I sang outside in the car park. I had my gloves on while I set up and I was so careful. I stayed away from everybody. I wasn't anywhere near anyone. And the faces on everybody looking through the windows and on the balcony dancing along and singing to the music that I had was just unbelievable. And it was just such a lovely, lovely day. It really was. working really hard here. I take my hats off to you. If I had my hat on, I would take it off. And um, God bless. And I'll see you all very, very soon. Take care. Abby, I'm from Siam. I've known Deb for about four years now. 
My mum's done a lot of drama work with her and been in shows and things like that. And every time I meet Deb, she always puts a laugh and a smile on my face. She's just absolutely mega, mega min. Yeah, she's just amazing. Hi, my name's Angie and I run a food bank in Heaven. I've had the privilege of knowing Deborah for a little while now. She actually came and did a little bit of singing at a fundraising event that we did a little while ago. She is one of the most beautiful humans that I've ever met. She's slightly bonkers, which is, which is brilliant all the best people are she's an absolutely amazing girl she's so inspirational and always thinking of others and music's kept so many people going and putting smiles on the folks faces in the care home it's such a beautiful and selfless act but that's just our Debs and that's just how we love her what she's doing right now is absolutely fantastic I get goosebumps every time I see her singing she's just amazing I mean the things that she's trying to do on the street bringing a community together I think it's just absolutely wonderful massive massive respect to you coming deborah number one fan right here deborah keep up keep it up keep up the good work deb we're all so proud of you we're all rooting for you and absolutely love watching you sing lots of love for me and the girls i know no hugs allowed here we go. Oh, hello to everybody watching. I've just finished. It was a really good show. There's like 278 people on here. We've had a really good time here at Stanley Park. The residents have been out on the balcony dancing, singing, and all the staff as well. It's just melted my heart and just a bit of music can make a mood lift like. So thank you for all your support. Thank you so, so much. And I will be um, back on again tomorrow because I'm going live somewhere else uh, tomorrow and I am for the next couple of weeks so hi hi Lisa hi Kerry hi Dave hi Alison hi Russ hi Julie hi Carol hi Kenny hello Dylan hello Stephanie I hope you're all right I hope you enjoyed that hello Dorothy how are you doing I'm starting to lose my voice I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna get myself a cup of tea and a nice big slice of cake nice big slab of cake Magical, really, really is. I'm like full of goosebumps. He literally started, and I literally just did that because my whole body just from from the tips of my toes oh. to the roots of like my scalp just went woof. Oh, wow. Lovely. Oh, she grabbed me. I'm she really me. excited for. I did. I just grabbed you, and you're like, ow. I was yeah. like, it's nice though. See, that's why I love live music. Yeah. When oh, you sit, when you wow. stood, even if you're in like a concert hall or whatever, and you hear it that that good. You love being part of it, but when you're this close to it, or you're that close to it, it's just, it's, it's a, a different level for me. Yeah, it's marvellous. It. I feel like we've ended it on such a lovely note. Thank mm. you very, very much. You have been marvellous. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Deborah Thank Taylor you Smith, us. everyone. Thank you. If you want to hear more from Deborah Taylor Smith, head to speakupsunderland.com to hear some of the performances as War Vera. I'm going to say that again because I like saying it. War Vera. I think if Stevie said it, it'd be War Vera. It's War Vera. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Speak Up Sunderland podcast. Speak Up Sunderland was hosted by Betty Ball and Stevie B and produced by me, Jay Sykes. 
Our theme tune was created by Timecrawler82, and our new logo and branding is by Georges Vinicio. To find out more information about the podcast, our other episodes, how you could help support us, or how we could help support you, head to speakupsunderland.com. And as we are living in such strange, uncertain times at the moment, we very much do want to hear from you if you have anything to share. We'll be using voice clips that people send us in upcoming episodes. So to do that, search for Speak Up Sunderland on Facebook and send us a private voice message. I'm not originally from Sunderland, as you can probably tell by my voice, but I have grown to love this city. This podcast is proudly produced in Sunderland for Sunderland. Mm -hmm.